As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Home Recording Solutions. Your host here, Dakota, and today we are talking about the very important subject of EQ and frequencies. EQ, or equalization, is one of the foundational and most important tools that the audio engineer has at his disposal. It allows us to shape the tone of our tracks and indeed of the song as a whole. You're probably already familiar with EQ, whether you realize it or not. Anytime that you've reached out to maybe crank up that bass on your car stereo system or to crank up that treble or something of that sort, or maybe on Spotify you've gone into their EQ part and adjusted the different curves to suit your liking. Anytime that you've done that, you've effectively been utilizing an equalizer. And we all know that in life and in the world, in the universe, that there are all kinds of sounds that we hear, and some of them are higher pitched, some of them are lower pitched, and then, you know, everything in between. So EQ is something that most everyone is already familiar with, whether they realize it or not. Now, the goal of today's show, I want to talk about a little bit about the science behind EQ and frequencies, and then give you some quick practical application before we close out. So, a little bit about the science, and I'll try to keep this short so I don't bore you, but I think it's good to have a, a basic understanding of what's going on with frequencies and EQ. Every sound in the universe, in the world, anywhere, has a tone to it. 
It has a pitch. And like I said, we already know this because we hear some things being high pitched and other things being lower pitched and then everything in between. Frequency is a measure of the tone or pitch of a sound. Now, when a sound wave travels through the air, the number of times per second that that sound wave goes through its cycle is the frequency of that sound wave. And this is measured in hertz. H-E-R-T-Z. So let me give you a quick example. A sound wave that vibrates through its cycle 60 times per second has a frequency of 60 hertz. A sound wave that goes through its cycle 300 times per second has a frequency of 300 hertz. A sound wave that goes through its cycle 3,000 times per second has a frequency of 3,000 hertz or 3 kilohertz. So you kind of get my drift here. In fact, it kind of makes sense when you think of the word frequency itself. Think about how frequently the vibrations are going through their cycles every second. And that will help you to make sense of this idea of frequency. So like I said, every sound ever has a tone, it has a pitch, and that pitch is determined by its frequency, which is measured in hertz. So now that we understand a little bit about the underlying science behind it, let's talk a little bit about some practical application for us in the home studio dealing with different instruments and so forth. Every single instrument in a mix, including your voice, all have different frequencies. And the trick when mixing a song is that you've got to mix all of these frequencies together and balance these frequencies to come up with a nice sounding, well-balanced mix. If you were to just throw all the instruments together and not do any EQing, chances are you would, you would end up with a garbled, jumbled mess of frequencies, and it would not sound good. And so the job of the audio engineer is to shape the frequencies of every single track if needed and the mix as a whole to create a well-balanced and polished mix. Every instrument in a mix has to have its own place EQ-wise in order to have a good sounding mix. And so when we think about EQ, let's think about the word that EQ stands for, equalization. We are effectively trying to balance all of these different frequencies so that they all sit together in a song and complement one another and make for a good sounding or great sounding mix or master. And that is the goal. That is our t- one of our biggest tasks in audio engineering 
is getting the frequency balance to sit right. And how do we do this? We do this with something called an equalizer. Now, equalizers are basically, here's a simple way to think about equalizers. They're basically volume adjustments for different frequencies. Okay? So think of an equalizer as a tool that allows you to adjust the volume of different frequencies. These can be hardware units. They can be part of a mix console. Or what's really common today in most home studios, they can be software plugins. And so the EQ plugins that came stock with your doll, they will work just fine for you. There's no need to rush out and get third-party plugins unless you just, you know, have extra cash you want to spend. But if you're starting out with not a lot of money, the EQ plugins that come stock with your DAW will work just fine. So, I'm going to walk you through some general guidelines about EQing different tracks in your mix. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through the frequency spectrum. Keep in mind that these are going to be very general guidelines. Every recording is different. Every instrument is different. So, you know, these are not set in stone rules, but I think they are good guidelines to go by. Okay, so if we look at the most equalizers, whether hardware or software, generally what we have are a range from 20 hertz, which is the lowest tone, the lowest frequencies that human beings can hear, all the way up to 20,000 hertz or 20 kilohertz, which is the highest frequencies that humans can hear. And so in music and in audio, generally we are dealing with the frequencies between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. Now, the, frequ the frequency spectrum can be broken up into four different categories. Four main different categories. The lows, the low mids, the high mids, and the highs. The lows normally consist of 20 hertz to... 100 hertz, plus or minus, give or take. The low mids normally are considered from 100 hertz all the way up to about 500 hertz. Again, give or take. The high mids are normally considered from about 500 hertz all the way up to about 5 or all the way up to about 4 kilohertz. And then the highs are from about 4 kilohertz all the way on up to 20 kilohertz. Now again, this is just a general roadmap. Engineers might dispute over exactly where the boundaries may lie, but this gives us a good basic picture and to, visual, to visualize splitting up the frequency spectrum to help us to understand it. Now, we're going to have a break, and then after the break, I'm going to get into talking about some things that you can do, talking about different instruments and tracks 
in the frequency spectrum and give you some practical application. We'll get into that right after the break. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, welcome back, folks. Now, if we start on the low end from about 20 hertz up to 100 hertz, in a typical rock or pop mix, you really don't have much going on down there except for the kick drum and the bass guitar. There, Other than those two things, there really isn't or shouldn't be that much going on down there in that area. And so you're really dealing with those two elements in that area. Now, 50, 60 hertz can be a good place to boost. And let me talk about that for a second. Boosting is what we refer to when is the term we refer to when we're talking about turning up a frequency and cutting is the term we refer to when we talk about turning down a certain frequency. So 50, 60 hertz can be a good place to boost to bring out that thump in the kick drum a lot of times. Now 80 to about 150 hertz can be a good place to boost to bring out some of that fullness and nice, nice, luscious bass of the bass guitar. Now, 80 hertz to about 200 hertz is also a good place to boost a lot of times for things like toms. You can bring out, if you want more of that weight and fullness in the toms, you can boost in that in those areas as well. When we get up to about 200 to 500 hertz, we're dealing with the area here of the frequency spectrum, typically known as the muddy area. This is typically where mud tends to build up. And we use the word mud to describe this sort of low mid mush that can muddy up your mix and take away the, the clarity in your mix. And so you have to be careful in this area because of the nature of the frequencies in this area. It can make your mix just sound muddy and not clear, but also because so many instruments have frequency content in this area. And so there can be a real potential for frequencies to really build up in this area from about 200 to 500 hertz and sort of blur up or muddy up your mix. And so just be aware of that. It can be a good thing to cut a lot of times 
on instruments in this area if you need more separation and clarity. Now, I will say that the area around 200 to 300 hertz, a lot of times you can get that sort of fatness and low-end weight from a snare drum if you want your snare drum to sound more full and more fat boosting in the 200 300 hertz area many times can help you to get that 500 hertz to about a th- one kilohertz i'll be honest with you in my experience this area of the frequency spectrum really doesn't sound that good and a lot of times you can just leave it alone but you can also do a little bit of cutting around 500 to you know 800 up to 1k uh, if things start sounding boxy and cheap in this area so that may be a good place to cut or just leave alone now from about 1 kilohertz on up to 5 kilohertz 1k to 5k we have a lot going on. These are normally your high mids. And we have a lot going on in this area. There's a lot of frequency content in this area. And we're dealing with the higher frequencies or the high mid frequencies of a lot of instruments and vocals and things like that. So from about 1K to 5K, your vocals typically sit in this area. The clarity and the words and everything tend to sit in this area. 5K, you can 5K to 7K, even on up to 10K, you know, general area here. You can get sibilance problems in this area where those S's and T's really just pop out in a mix. So it can be a good thing to cut in this area or to use a de-esser if your singer is just really essy when he or she is singing. And again, you know, you have to sort of find where the S's and T's are the worst and then cut or use a de-esser in, in that area. Now, up here in this high-mid area, we can have you know, just all kinds of instruments that are offering the high mid frequency content up here. And so you can boost in this area to add some brightness to your mix. And conversely, if you feel like your mix is too bright, it's got too much of that just high mid harshness, you can also cut in this area as well. Cymbals from drums if they sound too harsh and just, you know, too harsh on the ears, you can cut cymbals or use a comp- multiband compressor or something in this area to help with that problem. There's not much going on in this area on the bass guitar or the kick drum. You might get a little bit of that finger, the sound of the finger or the pick playing the guitar, and that can come out in this area clarity on piano if you want a little more brightness on piano you can also boost in this area or if you want a doler piano sound you can cut as well the sounds of the sticks hitting the toms can be heard a lot of times in this area 
And so if you if you feel like there's too much of that sound of the the sticks hitting the drums, it might be good to cut on those tracks in this area from 1k to 5k. If you like the sound of sort of the click of a kick drum, if you like um, a clicky kick drum, you can generally go up here and find where the kick is has that click to it, and you can boost in that area to enhance that. So there's a lot of different things going on in that area. And one of the things with equal, equalizing is you don't need to just assume that you always need to do something. Sometimes it's okay just to leave something alone. So don't just assume that you always need to do something. Only do something if it needs to be done. So let's talk about the highs from about 5 kilohertz on up to 20 kilohertz. Like I said, at about 5K to about 10K, depending on the singer, you can have sibilance problems in this area. You can have harshness on cymbals in this area. However, you can also boost from about, you know, you can also boost in the high range to bring up air and high-end sizzle on your on a vocal or you know strings piano and things like that you can bring up some of that high-end air by boosting in the highs in fact i know of a audio engineer that likes to put a high shelf boost at about 8 kilohertz on up to 20 of course at about 3 db on his master mix bus just to give the whole mix a little bit of that high-end air and sizzle and actually a lot of times i'll do that as well so obviously from about 10k to 20k you really don't have a whole lot going on in this area and so high frequencies don't tend to normally be a big problem for people in the home studio. It's really getting the low end right is what seems to be the more challenging issue. I find that the high end tends to behave itself pretty well without having to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff if you've recorded your tracks well. Okay, folks. Well, that gives you a little bit of a general roadmap and guideline to get started EQing instruments. Now, we are not done yet talking about EQ because I still want to show you how to work an equalizer. Right now, I've just shown you some good places to boost and cut, but I haven't really showed you how an equalizer works yet. And so in the next episode, we're going to talk about equalizers and how to use one and the different tools in, inside of an equalizer plugin that you can use to accomplish the tonal balances that you need to accomplish in your mix. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And be sure to tune in next time as we go more in depth about how to use an equalizer. See you next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.